0: Good morning. We are today. Uh today's not the thirty first. Today's October November first. That's two thousand twenty three, November first. And uh <clears throat> I want you to look at 2 Kings chapter five verse fifteen. It's an easy scripture to find. Uh, five fifteen. And uh I want you to know that uh, what I'm going to talk to you today has to be understood in the context of where we're living and the days we're living today. When you study Old Testament, you seem to be confused that uh, they refer to things that are out of today and yet is not applicable for today, which is contrary because the Word of God is, is living and powerful. And it uh, and applies to the past as it applies to today. A lot of people would say that a lesson like today is really not uh, necessary in the kingdom. And, and I, I beg to differ. It is necessary. So let me read to you. This is uh, chapter five, Second Kings, verse 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Only five verses. I might add a little bit uh, verse 20. Uh, but that opens up another situation to uh, seven more verses, and I don't think we're going to have the time. So take a look. Has to do all about money. And he returned to the men of God. That's that's Naaman. Remember that Naaman came to the house of Elisha, and Elisha would not come outside to meet him and give him instructions. On how to handle uh, healing of his leprosy. Notice also that uh, uh, Naaman was completely overwhelmed by this. A great general, a very well-respected man throughout the the, the area, throughout the countries around Syria, and uh, he just uh, now returning. From dipping seven times, washing seven times, uh, in 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 the Jordan River, and so he comes back to the house. But in, in the second time, Elisha meets him, and it's a it's a curious thing that the prophet would be outside to meet this great soldier, and actually take a look at him. And it, it, it's interesting. And he returned to the men of God. He and all his company, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fifty people. I mean, you're talking about a chariot with uh, two horses. Uh, I'm you're talking about defense forces. You're talking about a general of Syria coming out of his containment into the open environment. So there was security all over the place. And stood before him. He returned to the to the men of God and all his company and came and stood before him. This is the first meeting of face-to-face between Elisha and the great prophet. I'm sorry, Elisha and Naaman. And he said, Behold. The word behold here is, is that something very important is going to be said. Listen, look, observe. This is important, Old Testament. Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now therefore I pray take a blessing of your servant. He you wanted to give him a gift. But well, let's take a look at verse 15 because it's a very important verse for anybody that that understands the prophet in those days. It says, "I know now there is no God in all the earth." Shortly, you had a horrible skin disease falling pieces everywhere. Smell patches all over the place to protect and to cover him, and suddenly his skin is like the baby skin, clean and neat and beautiful. <laughs> Surely I want to I want to tell that to the to the prophet. I know now there is no god in all the earth, but in Israel. What a what a wonderful testimony. Of a man that was leper, full with leprosy, suddenly he is completely clean. So he said, "Let me give you an offering. Here's a verse. I pray you take a blessing of your servant. Let me do something for you." But he, Elisha, said, "As the Lord lives, before whom I stand, I will receive none." And he urged him to take it, but he refused it. Now, there is evidence that he received a lot of blessings and a lot of gifts in the past. You know, I can go to several scriptures and and show you that, but not on this instance. So why would Elisha not receive an offering from the great, great soldier? And Naaman responded and said, Shall there, there not then, I pray thee, be given to your servant to muse burden of earth? For your servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offerings nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the God and to the Lord. So let me, can I just give your servant some money? Two Muse Would that be possible? And of course, on verse 18, Elisha responds, In this thing the Lord pardon your servant, but when my master goes into the house of renown to worship there, and he leans on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of renown, when I bow down myself in the house of you the Lord pardon your servant in this thing. Would you explain to that for me, Dino, uh, uh, Andy? Look at verse 18. Okay. Chapter 5. five. Yes. I know you don't have a microphone there, but... Uh... Yet in this thing, may the Lord pardon your servant. <clears throat> when my master goes into the temple of Rimon, to worship there. And he leans on my hand and I bow down in the temple of Rimon. When I bow down in the temple of Rimon, may the Lord please pardon your servant in this thing. Then he said to him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a short distance. Right. What is verse 18 saying? And this thing... The Lord pardon your servant. That when my master, now who's speaking here, Namath, is Namath. pardon my master. So he's referring to his master, which is Gehazi goes into the house of you know to worship there and he leans on my hand and I bow myself in the house of you know when I bow myself in the house of you know the lord pardons your servant in this thing, meaning meaning my servant goes into the house of you know and he bows himself to the to this other god and uh would the lord forgive me for doing that now that is the heart of this soldier just have been totally completely healed of of, of this horrible disease of leprosy. And he's referring to his servant. Would you forgive, uh, pardon your servant in this thing that I allow my servant to bow down to another god in the, in the house of renown. And so the first thing I want to call your attention to is that these, these two creatures in the past worshipped another god. Naaman and Gehazi. Gehazi is the servant of Naaman. Now, you probably say, Rick, but that doesn't quite uh, justify not receiving an offering from this great, great, great soldier. Well, the, the soldier is convicted. I mean, the prophet, the Naaman is convicted for doing that and asking forgiveness. Uh, uh, when I bow down myself in the house of renown, the Lord pardon your servant in his state. In other words, I, in the past I have bowed down to other gods, and I'm asking you to please, would you please forgive me? See, I, I'm it's, a, it's an interesting thing. When, when Abraham came to Melchizedek out of the great battles and conquered uh, several vassal kings in the area, and he approaches Jerusalem with his large entourage, thousands of this, thousands of that, mules and camels and donkeys and all of that that he took uh, uh, from from the vassal kings. Uh, he he spoke to what is the man? What is the man that? What is the pre, name of the priest that received the offering from Abraham? Melchizedek. Melchizedek simply said, I want you to give me uh, 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 10% of the people involved. And of course Abraham said, I can't do that. I can't do that because you see, see, I give you the spoils, the animals, the things that I took, the gold, the silver, all of that, but not, 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 I can't give to you anything in relation to a to people, I can't give you ten percent of all the people. Now, so the tide involves not only money, but it involves people. When you when you give ten percent of uh, to the Lord of your life, you you you're going to begin to give a hundred percent of your life, and before too long, that's all you do. You serve him until the day you die. And so here is a here is a, a Syrian general approaching a great prophet and saying to him, I can't take your offering because uh, if, if I take the offering uh, uh, that you give to me, I need to respond to it. Notice that uh, Abraham was covered with righteousness, a man of God. And he he, he did the right thing instead of giving 10% of all the human beings that were captured by him, he decided that he would give Melchizedek 10% of the money of the gold and the silver. So now, go back to, go back to Naaman. Why is it that uh, Naaman would not take an offering? Because you see, the offering needs to be sanctified. This is a man that says to you, I need forgiveness because the money that I, that I want to give you has been shared, has been sanctified, has been exposed to the house of Rimon, the god of Hadad. See, Ben-Hadad is the king of Syria. And so each, each king makes a and turns a god in front of his people so they would let him remain uh, until the last days of his life. And so what I'm saying to you is that the prophet would not accept the money from Naaman because he had to do with a false god. Now, is that, uh, is that some thought that perhaps... Well, let me say this to you. When you go out to eat and you come into a place like uh, 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 Thailand or or, or, or or another another country, another god, another... And up on the top of the of the cashier, there is a, a little god there with a the red light. And uh, and uh, you come and eat the food that was offered to that god. Well, that is something that you uh, should do, or should you pray and sanctify the food before you eat? You see what what this great soldier is saying. I know that I have been bowing down to a false god in Gehazi the same way is this thing the Lord pardon your servant that when my master the king of Syria goes to the house of renown to worship and he leans on my hand and I bow down in the house of renown when I bow down myself in the house of renown the Lord pardon your servant in this thing please do that the money that uh, he wanted to give came out of ben haddad's court's treasures. And I wouldn't take it. Now I'll tell you a story. I was in the office of my father in Rio de Janeiro. And my father was a pastor in a, in a large church. He was anointed of the Lord. And he told me this story about a man that lived in the capital from First Baptist, Central Baptist Church and his name was Virarindu Lima. Virarindo had a healing ministry that healed a lot of people. The Tuesday night, church, Tuesday afternoon service uh, touched thousands of people all over the world, buses everywhere, packed with people out of the airport. And people were healed. And so my father said that one day. Uh, he was there preaching for Pastor Vilarindo Pastor Daniel Bonfim pastor ministering in the church of Vilarindo Lima that uh, a man came in with a large check in those days it was like a million dollars he had just been healed of a horrible disease uh, where the veins in your body inflate and as as if he's got tubes out of the skin everywhere his hands he's over here two, three, four tubes and where there's a vein it enlarges I don't know what kind of disease was that but he uh, he came and gave Villarindo a check and Villarindo held the check in his hand for a little while and consulted the Lord and what the Lord said to him was do not take this money and he gave the check back to the man and said I can't do that and uh, the man says, what, what can I do? Is there something I can do? And the man responded. And, and Pastor Villarino responded. You need to get along with the Lord and take care of, of a problem that uh, still govern your life. If you do that and, and work that problem out, you bring your offer and I'll receive it. But not not right now. You can take it. Please, please don't even... Don't, and so they left. Well, the same thing with... Uh, Naaman, he is saying, he is saying, Pardon your servant when my master goes into the house of Renan and he bows down and uh, pardon your servant on this thing. I, I didn't know that, that was that was important. You can't bow down to, to a god. And of course the heart of Naaman was completely broken. Listen, pardon The Lord pardon your servant in this thing that's been done. My boss, Ben Haddad, bows to Hinom. And I don't want to do that, so will you please forgive me? So there is an element to where there is forgiveness, repentance. That is what Vilarindo was asking the man with the million dollars. Something has to be done before I accept your money. Well, in those days today, that's not practiced. Anybody that takes a million dollars offering, uh, there's no pastor in the land that will not take it. You take it and then you've thought about it, and then you, and of course, it's an interesting thing that that, that happened to Ben Now, verse 19 says, And he, Elisha, said unto him, So Elisha saw his heart, he looked at the man and said, I understand. And he said simply, Go in peace. Go in peace. Meaning, I see your heart. I see what you mean by it. I understand what you're trying to say. I can't take the money. But I know the money has been offered to Hinom, And I know that. That is the reason why the the prophet would not... The Holy Spirit said to the prophet, Don't take this money. And of course, if you remember correctly, when he left left his city uh, in, in Syria... Damascus, he, Naaman took 10 talents of silver, 6,000 pieces of gold, and 10 changes of raiment, which in 2004 was $3 million. So, the offering was, uh, was uh, a very large offering. Okay. Now, we got 10 minutes, and uh, I want to tell you about a man called Gehasi. Gehazi the servant of Elisha the man of God said behold my master has spared Naaman in the Syrian in not receiving at his hand that which he brought but as the Lord lives i will run after him and take whatever what somewhat of him so gehazi to, if the if 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 the if the, pre, if the master which is, which is uh, 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 Naaman his offering was not accepted since I served the prophet Elisha I like to I like to just uh, make myself available to this uh, to this gift so Gehazi followed after Naaman and when Naaman saw him running after him now the word here running after him shows the the depth of his heart you see, love of money is the rule of all evil. And when you live for money, and you want money, and you desire money, when in fact you don't deserve it, it's a sin against God. Look at this. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him. And said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me. He lied. That's, that's the, that, that is the beginning of what's going to happen to this servant he lied Naaman Naaman didn't send him it was a lie my master has sent me saying behold even now there, there, there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets give them I pray thee a talent of silver and two changes of garment and so he simply said, Two young men are going to come from the house of Ephraim, and, uh, and you give the money to them. And he told me exactly what to give. <coughs> exactly what to give. If you look here, it says, A talent of silver, two changes of, of garments. And Naaman said, Be, be content, take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garments. And laid them upon two of his servants, and they bore them before him. And when they came to the tower, he took them out of their hand and bestowed them in the house, and let the men go, and they departed. But he went in and stood before the master. And Elisha said unto him, Where did you come from, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant went nowhere. Light again, and he said unto him, Went not my heart with, with you, when you men, when the men turn again from his chariot to meet you? Is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep, oxen and men, men servants and maid servants? The same question could be asked today. The world is dying without God, and so many modern. Preachers are proclaiming a message of money to be to be sure their sin is no different than that of Gehazi. The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto you and unto your seed forever. That simply means you're gonna be a leper, and all your grandchildren are gonna be a leper. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. Now, that, that, that type of uh, leprosy is the one that loses fingers and eyeballs and ears and tongue and arms and legs. It is the worst kind. Gehazi's sin and his incurring of Naaman's leprosy is a type of a man voiding the grace of God by work salvation. Gehazi's acceptance of money was in fact saying that, salvation could be purchased what a sad story what a sad story I hope that today as you prepare yourself for the uh, Christmas time that you're going to receive from us on RBM a letter there will be 600 of you who receive a letter the list is about 4,000 so the quarterly list is about 600 and as you receive that letter, you can give the Lord an offering. But if you are a person that served another God, I don't want your money. If you are one that uh, uh, persecutes people that speak in tongues, I don't want your money. If you are someone that uh, ridiculed and, uh, people that are charismatics, I don't want your money. I only receive the money. That is from a pure heart of people who love God and a passion to bless them, so the kingdom of God continues. And so, how long have I been serving the Lord uh, in this ministry? Uh, it's been sixty-five years. I'm eighty. I'm eighty years old most of the time, right? Eighty. 80 Andy, is that right? Am I eighty years old? Not yet. Not yet. So. About a month, would you say? Probably about two, two months. Two, two months. I'll be eight years old. All right? And uh, tell me, tell me uh, how much money should I be making up to now after 65 years of ministry? Well, you're not making much money, but you're relying on the Lord. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so, and so, I counted yesterday, last week, and uh, we called uh, the accountant and he told Cindy that I made $22,500. 22005 Of course, that's not much money. And so, but the 22005 grows into thousands of dollars to bless the ministry for those that work here because we do not accept any money. That's been offered unto idols. I hope that you got a lesson this morning. That if you are a person that serves another God, I ask you, please, do not send me any money. I don't want your money. I want the money of those who serve the Lord. Amen. God bless you. See you. Not tomorrow. No, next week. Next week. Love you. Bye. A alma fria em mim brilha a luz que a nu. Thank you.